<laughs> you want to hear the names of the rats? Uh, <laughs> Not really. Cornelius, Cornelius, Templeton, Remy, and Kevin. Wow. Are they? Is Kevin named after you? Yes. I'm your host, Justin Dorsey, and with me as always is my buddy, my friend, and my pal, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Surviving. Oh, I'm glad that you're doing that, because that's all we can do currently, but thank you everybody for tuning into us this week. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. It means so much to us. Also, make sure you hit us up on the Instagram at ThreadLads on Twitter at LadsThreads. And if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, or any suggestions at all, we love hearing from you. So email us, listeners, at ThreadLads.com. Kevin, did we get any emails this week? Uh, we did not. Oh, wow. Well, that's upsetting. Um, but it's not that upsetting. There's more going on in the world that is upsetting. And I have some other fun things that I do want to get into. Like, I, I think I believe in ghosts now, Kevin. That's a big update. We have uh, other things. I have some food stuff I want to get into. You have some questions for me. But before we get into anything fun, I did want to address the situations that are currently going on in our society following the shooting of Jacob Blake, a 29-year-old, in, um, in Canosa, Wisconsin defenseless black man shot seven times basically in the back um by police and that's abrupt erupted more uh protests especially in that area where they've clashed with police and police have used you know some force back already on the protesters there and um even to the point where there was a 17 year old that was just arrested um part of some militia group that was seen being given water by the police and being aided by them because they were the, the police were seeing the militia as protecting them from uh, peaceful protesters, and one of them shot into a crowd, killed two people. And, uh, and following this, there's protests in the NBA and uh, uh, uprising. Yes, and MLB. And, and, and the MLB as well. Um, and this, this is all this, the same shit like we went through the the biggest of the movements at the beginning of the summer with the, the giant uh protests being seen in every city in these small towns across the country it's port of black lives mattering as much as everybody else's and we find ourselves back here again when a lot of the fervor of the protests are dying down of the summer and when a lot of that passion, you can see that passion was starting to wane. We were starting to try to get back to normal. We have a, we have a giant election coming up. We have sports that are back and um, things were just people that, that fervor, that, that excitement, that energy wasn't behind all the movements. But now we have another incident and this is the same incident that's been going on. And this just goes back hundreds of years to the, the, the the systematic issues of this country and what everything was founded on. And quite frankly, I like there's not a lot that I can say that I probably haven't said on this podcast before when there was initial protests going back. But um, the, 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 the protests of NBA players are nice and everything, but that's not really what's fucking needed right now. We need politicians to do something because quite frankly, uh, the people that are supposed to be protecting and serving us uh see us and specifically us black people and and even brown people and other minorities but specifically like black people is what we're focusing on currently and how we are just seen as an enemy they they show it in how they handle 
uh, just interactions with us compared to our white counterparts. They show it and everything that they do and the things that they support. And there's no repercussions to their actions. So there's no fear for them to do like to commit any of these atrocities basically. And until we actually have people in positions of power that are willing to do things like nothing really is going to change. We can march all we want and we have to continue to stay focused, stay energized behind these efforts to stay behind people that could be on top of people that can make legitimate change. Cause quite frankly, it's fucking just tiring and it's sickening to have to go through this shit all the fucking time. We have these videos now that are so visceral and that are so in your face and can't let you look away from what's actually happening. And it's right there. There's no reason. Like, I don't like, I don't care what you think. Like, whatever you're doing, if you're not literally threatening somebody, your life does not need to be taken by the police. It doesn't really matter like what you're doing unless it's like something that's harming somebody directly and like that could that's just like some blind like dude that could have been me that could have been somebody in my family somebody i know and somebody you know somebody that you're related to and um it's just tiring and it's fucking sickening and I'm just fucking over it. I'm sorry to go on to a let's whole make sure we all get out to start this, but it's let's make sure we all get out there this year and vote. I think that's we should um, start yeah. there. We need to a hundred percent vote. We need to Although I feel like all our listeners probably vote. I, I think most of them do. I I, but, I I don't know. I don't know what people's situations are. And well you if know. you all of our th- we should uh, encourage all of our thread lads listeners to make sure you're encouraging others to vote this 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 election yeah. season. Encourage people to go vote. Don't just stay idled by when you have like that friend that she is is loud about not voting or something. Get on their ass to like get out and actually do something because that is the shit that's gonna help people that look like me or myself even not be fucking killed in the future by the people that are supposed to protect us. And it's not it's not a war against police or any it's like we just need to rethink how we're fucking doing everything and rethink like what their their job is supposed to be, what role they're supposed to be playing in the community and things that are actually going to help people not disparage people not put people down not end up with more dead bodies from people that are supposed to be protecting them when they have they 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 act with them with like knowing that there's not going to be any retribution any thing that they're going to have to face in the future and that's why this shit continues to happen and we need to get out and make sure that we have people don't keep this from happening in the future. interesting story it might not be interesting i don't know um so like we have cats at my house we've got two lovely cats phil and lil named after the Rugrats. and um like now there's this kind of orange cat that's been living outside under our steps it has like yeah it it might be a tabby i don't know i don't know much about cat uh breeds and everything but um like he was hanging around and our one other cat that hangs out in the back like is is like really pissed and I didn't really know what was going on and I came inside the other day and I was talking to my neighbor or talking to my roommate and he was saying that he was like, Oh, so we've got a third cat now and I'm like, What are you talking about? And he's like, So have you seen this orange cat out back? And I'm like, Yeah, he's been like hanging around the stairs and everything. 
and he's like yeah like so this cat isn't he he's like kind of living under the stairs and he's an older cat but he's not allowed into this cat colony that's like right like a like um like a block away up our alleyway and i'm like what what, what cat colony are you talking about he's like yeah so like and i was talking to my roommate he's like He's like, yeah, haven't you seen like like a bunch of cats like kind of in our alleyway? And I'm like, yeah, I see like a bunch of cats and stuff. And he's like, yeah, so there's this lady. She lives a few houses down and she runs this art gallery that's a few blocks away in our neighborhood. And she apparently has this cat colony that she takes care of. She has this shed in the back of her house and she's got like maybe 15 uh, cats or something back there that but apparently she spays and neuters all of them and gets them tested and everything and thinks that somebody dropped off this cat to be part of the cat colony because she she tags all of the cats and everything but she didn't know about this one but apparently all the cats in this shed are refusing to allow this cat into the cat colony so now my because like my roommates on like next door in our neighborhood you know that app where you can like yeah kind of like a facebook for your neighborhood or like whatever and he's been talking to all the cat people in there that's how he like found this this lady or whatever and um apparently they're all saying that like that he should just like live under our deck basically until winter time and then that like they believe during winter time when it gets cold that the cats will allow that this cat to live into the shelter. So we're like kind of a halfway house for this old cat. I don't know. I just thought that it's really fucking weird that a lady like up a few houses has like a cat colony that apparently is running rampant in our backyard and has been battling the rats back there. Have you ever heard of like anything like this before? Did you know shit like this ever happened? I don't know much about cat culture, to be honest. I don't know their like uh, their ways, like how how they travel. I I didn't think they traveled in colonies or packs. I didn't believe so. that they had colonies or packs either. Apparently, they do. They have some sort of commune situation where they they I work used as to, a team. I mean, I used um, to live around t- there. Yeah, uh-huh. I never saw a single cat the whole time. I Are you playing. serious? Well, I'm like so. across the street, and we have like this tucked out kind of alleyway that is like on the back of this glass workshop and it's like a weird alleyway and it's like a little bigger than your normal alleyway and shit but there's just tons of activity tons of rat and cat activity out there all the time and i just didn't like i didn't know there's like i feel like there's this whole underbelly cat culture that i was unaware of that i'm a little uncomfortable with but i feel like that's kind of like everything in the world i don't i don't like feral cats i love i would like to have a cat one day but for uh-huh. some reason wild cats make me more uncomfortable than like no they're terrifying yeah like wild, wild cats are terrifying because you they 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 are like on that last edge of life so they're they're and they're like living in the streets so they're used to fighting for everything like they they yeah. have no problem scratching your fucking eyes out and god knows what you would catch from that shit I yeah i don't like. like mangy city cats like that like that yeah, just like rough and tumble, like street cats. They, yeah, street yeah. cats. They're 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 a hard they're a hard bunch. This old cat that's living above, like below our our steps. He's a really nice cat though. He's friendly. He's cool. You touch um, it? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. And like my roommate's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. We have a third case. Like, don't let it in the house. But like, <laughs> yeah, li- definitely don't like, let that. In he's house. like, don't let it in the house. But it's like living under. It's oh. it's got its like own like cage and stuff. Apparently, yeah, like this lady, though, she has this shed of like 15 cats. She feeds them. She gets them neutered, gets them like chipped. Oh, with the, like yeah, that's what them. apparently that's what it means when you see them with the clipped ears. That yeah. It's like they're neutered. Yeah, and apparently like back when bars were it's open. Kind of fucked up clip their ear, but. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But like back when bars were open and everything, um, there's like this bar, like the Crown, that's like right up the street from here. And she was saying that a lot of kids that were like, you know, coming through the neighborhood would like sometimes pick up the cats, take them to the crown and like maybe take them home with her, them and stuff. And she had them all tagged. So she would like, like follow up where the cat was and just talk to like the person who had the cat. And if she liked them, she would just let them have the cat. But she has people were just scooping cats. Yeah, apparently. 
That's kind of fucked up too, though. Apparently, like this whole area, like, yeah, like again, I was saying, there's this whole cat underground underbelly, underbelly of, like, of society that I, I don't think most of us are privy to. And I've always I, been like kind of a cat person. I, I love know. cats. I would like it. I would love to have a cat one day if if I am capable of having another dog one day when my dog's passed, which I probably won't be. I'd want to get a dog and a kitten together. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, know. yeah, a dog and a kitten. Apparently, Labradors and Retrievers are are really good with cats. Oh yeah, any good. dog that can take a especially beating like if you're like young, like if you bring them up from like being young around cats, they're really good with cats. They're sociable and things things like that. Um, My mother in law just, just cats got are rats. just straight up easier. Cats are just straight up easier to take care of. Yeah, because they require zero work. Really, I guess like no, brushing yeah, them. Cha- you don't have to brush them; they clean themselves. That's what they're no, like. But, that's why their tongue is all scratchy. Ew. No, but like it depends on the type of cat. I think you have to brush some cats. Oh, like those big, like long haired, like ones Maine Coons. Yeah. 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 There's this like one um, lady. Cats are weird, that, dude. Yeah. There's this one lady that my girlfriend like cat sits for because uh, she travels a lot. Obviously, not within the past like six months, but she, she's got this ginormous cat. It's the biggest cat, like house cat I've ever seen in my life. And it's, got a ton of red hair and it it's giant it, it it's bigger than a lot of people it's like a, it would be considered a medium-sized dog it's probably a Maine Coon I think those I don't are like know the what the fuck I don't know what a Maine Coon is they're um, just giant fucking cats <laughs> I mean it is a giant fucking cat so maybe <laughs> yeah. it is I'm gonna have to look up this Maine Coon um, yeah look up Maine Coon like Maine like the state Maine this is terrible podcasts like yeah Maine, Maine like the state <laughs> Um, it, it it doesn't have a great oh yeah I think it is I think that's what it is it might yeah dude that. they're known for being giant cats it is a, it looks like that it's giant um it looks like this orange one that this lady's holding they're they're kind of temperamental they're weird oh yeah or at least this one is cats are like, but yeah. I think that's part of the appeal of a cat is that you have to work more towards their affection whereas with a the dog they yeah. love you. Un, you know they just yeah but really with default. a cat like you gotta have a cat as like a kitten and you gotta pick it up a ton and like be really hands-on with it so that when it gets older it's just used to having people touch it and so it's not like scratching and biting yeah. fucking people that's all animals you know you gotta get them socialized early and yeah that's true them. that's why yeah. jasper's all fucked up although he yeah. was beat so. like I, look- i've never i've never owned a dog and i've I, like me giving dog advice to not people. beat by me to clarify i adopted him <laughs> right 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 no no of course of course kevin you never beat it um but um like i a ki- uh, like say it's akin to giving uh parents parenting advice if you never had a kid i don't like to give people dog advice because i've never owned a dog yeah. but if you own a dog especially from a puppy like get that shit into some like play groups get that shit like yeah, puppy class puppy class along with other dogs so it's a fucking sociable goddamn dog and doesn't just yap at every moving thing that it sees because you've Ugh. never allowed it around other dogs and you it's just been your little baby for the entire life like that's no that's not that's no way a dog should be a dog that's one of the things there. my aunt and uncle brought their dog here a couple weeks ago and he's scared of like everybody and part of the reason is because they got him and then like, and then COVID happened and they couldn't take him to any puppy classes or any. So the only people he knew the past six months are, are them. Yeah. yeah. So now he's that, all tim- yeah. timid. Yeah. So you, the dogs, I mean, ruined. they can grow out of it too. The dog's ruined. The dog's ruined. The dog is ruined. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jasper's gotten much better. Jasper has gotten a lot better, but he's never been quite like normal. Well, he was abused. Dude, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like dog, those things yeah. in those formative years that stays with it. It's like yeah. what's well, like kids. It's, it's like humans and kids. You know. Yeah, that's also true. That's it's just yeah. You're, it's the true. formidable formidable years. You're right. Yeah. You, I, your brain. Your brain is plastic or, or whatever. Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Like a person's brain is that. Imagine what a dog's brain is at that at that young stage. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Me I don't either, know dude. anything about. But uh, my mother-in-law just got rats. There, she got Dumbo rats. And they are sweet. I haven't seen them yet, obviously. They, or I haven't like they, held them. Do they just have like big ass ears like Dumbo? Yeah. Well, they're not that big, but they do look they like kinda like stick out a little bit. 
They are the coolest things. <laughs> I like the hand motion you just made to uh, signify that. Dude, they're so cool. They're hilarious. They like run, they look like um, guinea pigs, kind of. Really? And they just like run on top of each other, and they're hilarious. And Jasper likes the rats, apparently. Really? How they, big the are inter- they? Well, they're still like babies right now, but they're probably like, oh, you, probably maybe like... Like Compared to six, something like a potatoes or like a, a like a can of like Pepsi or something, uh, they're not quite as fat as that, but I think they might get that. I would say like six inches long, maybe maybe okay. not including the tail because the tail's like six inches by itself. Oh shit! <laughs> but like uh, I think they'll get a little bit bigger. But Dumbo rats, I don't think they're as, they're not as big as like the Baltimore rats, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, few rats are. Few, you'd yeah. have to go to like Papua New Guinea. To, to find rats the size of the ones in the Baltimore alleyways. Um, oh, yeah. I, I dig rodents. I'm all about it. I, I had hamsters Love when I was growing up. Um, my mom hated them, so that's like probably why I only got two. But um, yeah, I could get that. The only thing about like having rodents and stuff, like they 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 stink. Um, yeah, like, I mean they don't they smell like because you have to have, have them in their cage and it's like lined with all the stuff that they just shit and piss in. They definitely have a rodent. Yeah, they have a like rodent a, stink. A rodent musk, musk specifically. Yeah. It really, it really, it really stings the nostrils. It's very distinct. It is um, very distinct. It, it it much reminds me of like going into like uh like the giraffe area or like the the elephant Ew, area and like you know with all I've the hay like and shit. stuff. Like you know, like I, I'm thinking I specifically mean. of the Baltimore Zoo because they have like this whole big uh, enclosed area. Um, where the giraffes stay and there's like a couple donkeys or whatever and like it's all hay on the ground and like as soon as you enter the building there's a specific smell that's very very distinct um and i feel like it on a miniature level is like what it like having a rodent um a little bit well the thing about rats is that you can litter train them because rats are some rats are smarter than dogs or just as smart as dogs well so you can that's interesting yeah so you can actually like uh, I think they're working on that right now. Literally. But they actually, they got the rats because my mother-in-law does this uh, dog event called Barn Hunt where they, like, essentially the rats are in these, like, enclosed tubes so the dogs can't get them. But right. they the dogs, like, kind of, like, hurdle them through these, like, uh, I guess to a, a finish line or whatever. And I guess you have to do it as fast as you can or whatever. I don't really know. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't sound like a, a something you've been to. Um, no, I've never been. I've wanted to go, but I just didn't. No. Now we just got to figure out a way to uh, make some potty training. As most of y'all know, on the podcast, we have a long, solid history of talking about food on this podcast, where it's one of the favorite things that we love, and most people love it, and that's why there's so many cooking shows, that's why there's cooking stations, there's so many YouTube channels. People love food. Food's fantastic. It's something that we all love talking about. So guess what? We're going to talk about food right now. Kevin, did you see that McDonald's is releasing spicy chicken McNuggets? I did not, but I'm about to Google it. Yeah, they're they're releasing spicy chicken McNuggets. The the first major change to like chicken nuggets, I think, in like their history, or maybe some point in the '80s or something cool. like that. I don't think there's been a lot of, of different uh, variations to the chicken nuggets like McDonald's. And McDonald's chicken nuggets are still one of those things that like if you get like a fresh batch of McDonald's chicken nuggets, that shit is so, that shit's fire. I had McDonald's fire, uh-huh. for the first time in probably a decade, not including breakfast because that doesn't count. I had <laughs> McDonald's okay. non-breakfast for like the first time in a decade last summer at one of our good friends uh, uh, for, at a, the Firkin Friday last night. Right, right, yeah, that that celebration of sorts, right? And uh, we were on our way back home. 
And the, I think we took an Uber or whatever. But anyway, we stopped and I got like a 30 pack of nuggets at the McDonald's. And they were hot and fresh because it was like two in the morning and it was amazing. You have a long standing history of getting 30 piece chicken McNuggets. Wasn't wasn't it just two weeks ago you were at Chick-fil-A and you got their new 30 piece chicken McNuggets and ate them all in the parking parking lot immediately after buying them? Oh, yeah. I think I've had. I think within the past, anyway, I'm on a, I'm on, I've been eating well. I've been on like a healthy. It's all kick. white meat. It's all white meat. It's all white meat. It's all Honestly, white. the stats are not that bad. It's Although, like for a thirty pack of Chick Fil A, for a thirty pack of Chick Fil A nuggets, it's huh. it's like nine hundred and sixty calories, thirty carbs, and a hundred grams of protein. It's not the worst thing in the world. Uh, I guess it's not the worst thing in the world. It's not um, necessarily. And you don't something... even need sauce with Chick Fil A nuggets because they're so good and fresh. I like sauce with my chicken. I did too. I'm just saying. Um, I, as I mean, I like. I'm a, I'm a sauce guy. We've talked about this. We might have talked about this the, within the past two weeks, probably when we were talking about your chicken nuggets at, uh, from Ch- Chick Fil A. That whole scenario. But uh, I, I love sauces on everything. But like, I don't know why it's taken McDonald's so long to come out with spicy chicken nuggets. This seems like such an obvious thing they could have done so long ago and benefited. All. Like. I would have gotten a lot more chicken nuggets over the years if they had the spicy chicken nuggets. Spiciness is my life when it comes to food. I love everything spicy. Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets were fire, fire, fire. I love those things. But I would imagine McDonald's is just going to McDonald's them up and make them even better. Like, and I and and I and I can't wait. I just can't wait. Have we heard? And wait, are they actually out yet? They're not out yet. Oh, okay, I was just um, saying, are there any reviews out? When. They are supposed to come out. I have to look that up. I'm not. All I know is, but there are no, there are no reviews yet. Right. Okay, that's it. Yeah, I just want to. But they're coming. They're coming next month. They'll be here September 16th. Okay. Okay. I think it's just hard to beat a Chick Fil A nugget, honestly. Although it's a different type of nugget because that's more of like a ball. It's like a ball of chicken. Where um, and I believe on a trivia game we played um like months ago. And I asked you if you knew all the names of the McDonald's chicken nuggets. Because oh, yeah. all the McDonald's chicken nuggets are in their specific shapes. They are made specifically to be optimized for dipping uh, for they dipping are. just surface and like everything like that. And they're perfect. So the, I, I can't deny. They're, they're they all have like a corner. Whereas it's true. The Chick-fil-A nuggets yeah. are a little harder to dip because you... You kind of just have to drop it into the sauce. Yeah, yeah, and like they're they're kind their sauce containers are are a little shallow. I wish it was deeper. They're very shallow. I wish they were deeper, like what? um, so I could like kind of cover that thing up without like dragging it in the sauce back and forth a little bit. This might be a hot take. I don't know, but uh-uh. McDonald's sweet and sour sauce might be one of my favorite sauces of all the sauces. I don't know. I love. I love McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. Like growing up as a kid, the I well, like when I was a child, like a very young child, like kindergarten age, I used to dunk my chicken nuggets in honey. Oh. And then when oh, I yeah, went dude, to, I forgot about that. Yeah, and I then forgot I that was to, an option. Oh yeah, no, that was an option. That was fantastic. That was my shit. And then once we got into elementary school, I I, I graduated to the sweet and sour yeah. um dipping sauce. Because like the sweet and sour just got that tang. I like a good, oh, I yeah. like something with a good tang to it, and the sweet and sour sauce hit that shit. I even like when the sweet and sour sauce gets a little warm from the bag, so it's like a little. This was my move. Oh, wow. I used to get the chicken nugget, and I used to take two or three French fries and put it like on the nugget, and then dunk that <laughs> in the sweet and sour sauce and, and eat it with a bite of the fry. The fry. No, I was this this kid. was this I was, was a. Uh, <laughs> you were a fat kid. I've seen pictures. It was funny, um, but like. You were a pioneer of sorts, or, or, or kind of one of the early innovators to what became the McGangbang. Oh, the, yeah, right. And if yeah. people don't remember the McGangbangs, like when McDonald's first came out with their dollar menu, they used to have uh, like a double cheeseburger on it, and they also had a chicken sandwich on it. The McGangbang, um, for those of you that don't <laughs> know, was when you got both of them in the dollar in the, in the, off the dollar order, and then you just like put the chicken between the two patties of for a while the, they would do the it for you too if they you would do it, it. like yeah. if you asked for it because it was widespread everybody knew about that it was the gangbang that was like uh, the shit off the dollar menu and you had you had a, a feast made for kings right there for two dollars in oh your lap gosh. as you drive in your shitty 
Clearly true. Remember when they changed the the double cheeseburger off the dollar menu to the McDouble? And it was like it was like minus one piece of cheese or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 specifically was the difference. The ch- double cheeseburger had a slice of American cheese on both patties, where the McDouble only had a slice of cheese between both patties. <laughs> yeah, that's cost cutting for for you know one of the highest profiting companies in the entire world. I'm looking at pictures of the McGangbang, and it is just. I never liked the way sweet memories. I'm sure. I never liked the way that uh, McDonald's and Burger King did their mayonnaise because, like, the way they, they used to lather it. I, I they did, <laughs> the they way they would it. slather it, and then the lettuce would get like like pressed up into it like a paste, and it was yeah. always gross. And, kind and, of. and at most, of, like, and I remember specifically, I remember the Burger King we used to go to in high school. Like, oh uh, yeah, you. You might as well, like, they say have it your way at Burger King. Oh. Like, you might as well not, like, you can say whatever the fuck you want. It's coming out with everything on. Yeah, they're they're like not whatever. doing anything. They're not changing anything to it. To be, that was like the worst Burger King in the world. <laughs> like, it doesn't <laughs> matter what the fuck you get. We used to go there every weekend. That was yeah. a good uh, secret tip. Because we used to go to the, for the listeners out there, we used to, part of the reason we would always go to this Burger King was because we would park there and we would spend the whole night in Towson where we grew up and we wouldn't have to like pay for parking because a lot of it was paid parking around or like street parking and that. Yeah. Uh, we never got, to- no, we never got, no, towed no, we never got towed. Cause like, I mean, we were never there around times. I mean like Towson, I, I left my car there overnight. That area is, is a lot different now than it was well, yeah, back in no. those days. There wasn't a yeah, hot that spot gone. to like go out and do everything. No, that, that Burger King is now a, cinema complex with several restaurants yeah <laughs> and like everything it used to be a burger king parking lot it was a shitty burger king. yeah yeah it was um, a burger king and a giant parking lot behind it yeah, yeah. and now it's just that was a movie complex, what, like what the times walking down a uh, memory lane um as uh, this we is talk the... about wait, wait what were you about to say oh well i had a quick question about burgers i was going to ask you because oh yeah no i wasn't going to get off the food topic oh, okay. I, no, I was just going to mention that like with the weird trend of like you know long-standing things that these fast food companies mcdonald's shifting away from their normal chicken nuggets to spicy nugget kfc did you see this kfc news they are now removing all mention of the finger licking good um just like connotation around everything with kentucky fried chicken due to the coronavirus oh Okay, okay. And like people shouldn't be like licking their fingers, so they shouldn't so they're they're removing I do not I, I don't like know what when people help. lick their fingers. I don't know I don't know what that helps or what they do. Um I I don't like when people lick their fingers, but I do lick my fingers. Like it depends on what I'm eating, obviously, but I don't like when people go down and do all the fingers. Oh, you gotta hit the like Pop, pop, no, pop, no. pop, pop, like one by one. Like that's fantastic. When you oh, have like no. a good, when you have a good sauced up like uh, rack of uh, ribs or something like that, uh, you got you you got to at the end of finishing it, you got to pop one finger, like pop, pop, like almost cartoonishly. Like that's like that's one of the things that translates that that just shows how good the food is how much you enjoyed it i feel like yeah. that's like the finishing touch no i it's get really it. appreciating I get it. it's showing your appreciation to the cooks if that's that, what that, it is. that brought to you <laughs> yeah truly truly that's i do that after the mcgang bang <laughs> that, that's about, unnecessary there's no the mayonnaise sauce. there's nothing yeah that's true that's, <laughs> that's true that's disgusting i used to um, wipe off on whoppers and all that stuff i would i like mayonnaise like on a burger i like a little bit of mayonnaise but i would have to yeah. napkin off almost all that mayonnaise and there was still a ton of mayonnaise on those burgers Th- that's horrifying that's horrifying oh <laughs> i'm distraught so, so much. what what question about burgers were you gonna ask man so this McGang thing I'm looking at right now has a fish fillet in it, which is very that's, strange. Although that, the fish that's, that's fucking third rail. They, the fish fillet has the, the fish fillet has the best bun though. Um, that I don't remember what the bun is like. Was it a they, different bun than their other burgers? They steam the buns on fish fillet, so it's like how like uh, the bun on a Chick Fil A original chicken sandwich is. Interesting. Yes. I did not know that. What shield? On, on the um, burgers they use the sesame seed bun or whatever. Gotcha. Or no, not they the did. sesame seed, but it's just like the 
It's the same bun, but it's not steamed. It's like not steamed, right? Right. Yeah. What, what anyway, question about burgers were you gonna ask me? So I was listening to the uh, Scrubs rewatch uh, podcast with Zach and Donald, and uh-huh. they were talking about Scrubs, the TV show where like yes. the two actors are yes talking about it. It's right. it's it's become much more than that now because now they're like friends with their producers or whatever. So it's like kind of like the four of them talk. Anyway, so they were talking <laughs> about how what the order is for putting on condiments on a burger when you're making your own burger. Now, some people do the gotcha. underneath the bun. Some people do it on top of the bun, but under the condiments. Some people are insane and put all the condiments on and then put all the sauces on top. And then it's just right, a sloppy right, mess. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, some I people totally understand this. Where do you put your... Because con- I think I do something that I don't think anyone does. But where do you put the, co- the condiments on in your um, burger order? I usually... So um, if, if we're talking about like the perfect burger that like i'm making but like pretty straightforward yeah um i do i will layer the bottom bun with like a little ketchup mayo mixture right sort of situation maybe maybe like a a ketchup mayo mustard like kind of swirl almost thousand island ish yep i'll slather that on the bottom then throw on the onion my red onion some red tomato then I do the burger, then lettuce. Yeah, then that's the a good bun. move. Then the bun, then the other side of the bun. That's, yeah, because that's if you put my the, move if I were doing. If you put all the sauces right on the top of like the veggies, and then you put the bun on, it's just going to slide off. Yeah, and it's the same if you put the the sauce right on top of the burger, and then right. put the other toppings off. It just slides it off. It lubricates the yeah, whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, So you especially like so you got to get the the onion, the onion, and the the tomato specifically. Those are the slippery ones. Yeah, and stuff like that. Because like I'll just put that in the bottom, and then like I have my cheese on top of the burger then maybe maybe some pickle some pickle yep, uh pickle. slices and then lettuce and then hit the bun on top Ugh, of that yeah, yeah go for a burger see i do that similar except that i'll do the man i'll do like a because i like a little bit of mayo on the bun so i'll like kind of put that on the bun then i'll do uh-huh. the mustard but then i dip in the ketchup oh you you're a dipper interesting I, i'll dip the thing in the ketchup i i've dipped in my day the the only problem with dipping is there's not always a good receptacle or ramekin that can fit the burger the way I want it uh, to dip. Like that's true. They're, they're usually not good, and this goes back to something that I think I don't know if I've brought it up on this podcast before or not, but I want to create like a specific um, kind of dipping sauce container. Like this was my initial idea, but this would also I guess apply to like dipping burgers if that was something that you wanted to do but i always thought that whatever you get to dip blue cheese or ranch your wings in it's never good it never like kind of fits in that wing perfectly and to create specific ramekins for wing dipping where like you can get the whole wing in, you can get the good pieces like fully covered up there in that blue blue cheese or ranch whatever have you whatever you're into blue cheese for sure of course blue cheese anybody that goes ranch suspect that's uh that's amateur suspect. Hour. Suspect. very suspect um but yeah i agree you need some sort of though the closest thing that i do like is the chick-fil-a ketchup one where you can either rip or dip so it's like you could rip the tab open and kind of squeeze it out because then sometimes yeah. i'll have my sandwich in one hand and i'll rip the top piece and i'll just kind of like squeeze some ketchup onto each bite just squeeze it each bite i do that as well i didn't realize many other people did that but i'm glad to know that i have a comrade uh, yeah great minds that's why, that's why we're red lots it is it is <laughs> that's a pro move right there see they should it's just have all sauces in that situation um yeah they well i guess you can't do like sweet and sour in that one why not i feel it's too viscous I don't know. I don't, not- I don't know. I haven't had sweet and sour sauce in a while. I haven't given it back to All right, let's take a break.
So, um, Kevin, you were saying that you you got a new lotion that's kind of like a follow-up to our, our manscape session that we had last week. We were talking about each other's skincare regimens. You said you had an update on your on your lotion regimen. I remember you said you started using lotion last week, and I, I commended you for it. I yes because well I didn't because I just bought it on Sunday but I remember I was talking yeah. about starting on it but uh, uh, yeah well uh, you made a great excellent point why I damaged my skin from the sun you know I'm thinking about how I don't want to end up like you know those leathery people that you see who live at the beach or whatever that yeah yeah like. man you don't want to look like a, a yeah a 75 year old in Boca Raton that's been tanning right. with tin foil for 40 years that's not exactly good work, bro. and you're right black don't crack you know and then you know you yeah yeah that doesn't lotion. apply to you so i don't know how that's relevant but yeah because but don't you think part of the reason is because the amount of lotion that's used probably um at least I think it also has to do with like the the, the melanin and well that too and, and but anyway like and hard body racks in the sun but no i i get what you're saying though i mean a lot of uh i mean yeah there are i mean there's black people with bad skin as well and the, Which, those yeah, definitely this, are yeah. people that haven't been there's always gonna be some people lotioning skin. and and uh and moisturizing properly usually black people that are doing that and doing that like their entire lives it's it, it's pretty solid all the way through so i'm pretty vowing solid. to use the lotion i i've been using it every sometimes twice a day because i've been using it after i shower because i read that's the best time to use it um it's a hundred percent the best time to use it that's when like there's still like moisture in your skin and you want to lock that in kind right. of like situation. It's, I might it's sh- the same. Cause like I, like I've got dreadlocks and stuff like that. And it's the same when I wash my hair. Like I want to, I put this like oil mixture that I have in like my hair after like I wash my hair, but I still want to do it when it's damp. Yeah. Right. That well makes sense. And stuff. Well, so I still am getting used to like the feeling of like lotion. Like I'm still learning the ins and outs of it, you know? But I sometimes <laughs> it's, I do it twice a day. Forward. It's pretty straightforward. Twice a day is I, nice. But because like because why? Because sometimes I'll go for a run in the evening and then I have to. Take, but because uh, it does linger that feeling of like the lotion. Yeah, that's just like the lingering of moistness and moisture locked in your skin. Like, I'm gonna try ever, different like, lotions. Like, did you get itchy? I, like before you were using lotions, did your skin ever get dri- dried out and you're like scratching it and stuff like that? Yeah, definitely. I do use Dove body wash with the lotion in it yeah, already. Yeah. But you so need I think that helps with the lotion. Yeah. You need both. It's kind of like the whole thing. Like it's it's like a, how like I was explaining with my facial regimen where I like I've got yeah. the I've got the face wash, I've got the scrub, I've got the toner, I've got the lotion as well. It's like all of those do things. Do you lotion your face? I do. I have a specific facial Right, but lotion different lotion. Yeah. Different so here's the question I was going to ask you. And I'm asking this as a follow-up because we found out about how so many people don't wash their legs. Wash their legs, yeah. Do you lotion your legs? Yeah, 100%. What, I can't be walking it... around with ashy fucking knees, especially I'm... during the summertime when I've got shorts, hey, shorts on, on and I just walk out. And then you can just see, you can see the white, just ashy crustiness on my knees and on my shins and stuff like that. Like yeah. so, it, I don't it, like lotioning not... my legs. Maybe because I have hair. Also, I don't like rubbing myself. Yeah, it doesn't it makes help. me uncomfortable. You don't like rubbing yourself? Or just like, like ru- you know what I mean? Like doing all this with the lotion. You don't, just... you don't, you don't like to touch your, 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 your own body, Kevin? Are you uncomfortable with how you are? Yeah. You don't, you, That's you're it. not comfortable in your own Do you lotion skin. your feet? I'm not. I don't do that. Yeah, you got to lotion your feet. Do you lotion your feet? Yeah. That's like I, one I'm of new the, to that's this. One the, that's one of the big trouble areas because like nobody lotions their feet and then you're you become like that old person with just like crusty like heels on your feet oh. like all that shit like no i've got I've, I've got a i've got a specific a um kind of it's kind of like a cheese grater almost but oh, it's to the like, intern has one of those. Off dead skin off your feet specifically I am, uh, and then, you, and then you moisturize, and it's fantastic. My feet are a disaster from like running and stuff. You know, I'm constantly yeah. like bleeding and stuff. So it's that's not good. You shouldn't be bleeding all the time, regardless of time. what you're doing. If I go for it like an especially matter. long run, anything that you're doing consistently, you shouldn't just be bleeding from. 
Like, I <laughs> don't think that's, that's like, good at all. <laughs> uh, like, that, that's not healthy. It's just like, every time... Dude, ballerinas, do, they it. lose no. toenails. Like, if... That's true. Because they have to get up on the their high... Like, that shit's brutal. That stuff's brutal. Yeah. Um, and, the, and those ballet shoes to get up on their toes. and like, Yeah, like, ballet dancers notoriously have terrible... Terrible feet. I have been lotioning because... my ears though. I've been trying to hit that spot. Interesting. See, that's a place I don't lotion. I don't Interesting. lotion. Well, I don't get in the ear. I just like on that kind of rim. Yeah. No, I don't do that either. Do your ears get dried out? That's interesting. My, usually, I, like, I, I do it, my ears oh, dried out. That's what I was going to ask you because usually I have some leftover in my hands. You know, I'll hit the ears. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, yeah. Please what do you ask do to get me the... any any moisture moisturization questions. Please tell me. And also, listeners, if you have any moisturization questions please email us listeners at threadless.com now kevin what were you about to say i don't like the feeling on my hands afterwards so i, I usually get a rough towel and try to like uh, like pad it off pad what off it's what like that oily about? feeling on your hands afterwards oh no just let it sink in bro like what are you doing are you well, like i gotta playing... like type afterwards it, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> like a shiny it, keyboard. It, it's like you're not going to have, like, that's never happened to anybody. Like, it's not going to, there's not that much residue. Like, it's fine. Like, you, you're you just not used to having your skin feel I know. hydrated. I know. That's I'm only a weekend. I'm thing. not even it's a not, weekend. It's not going to, like, like, if you, like, just rub it in to your, like, hands really well, like, in, in a couple minutes, it's fine. You'll be back to typing. With no problem, like I am excited. Not gonna linger. I don't know. I, yeah, it's 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 a fear that you have, but it's only from your from your lack of knowledge and inexperience of dealing. It's with true, it. and I'm excited to try because I definitely just bought the cheapest lotion they had. So I'm excited to try different lotions. Well, and what did you get, Jurgens? I did not buy Jerkins. Uh, I I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to to, to purchase that. I got a why Vina. some people I used I used to use. Jurgens, well, when I was younger, I don't use it anymore. But um, you used a Vino. I use a Vino. I, I'm uh, not familiar I, with even, Vino. Yeah, I, I just bought it because it was the cheapest one, and it was unscented, also. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, like everybody's skin is different, and everybody reacts. So you kind of got to shop around a little bit, find the moisturizer yeah, that around. works for you. There's a lot of different brands. I, I can definitely notice there. a difference already. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Because my sure my trouble area are my upper arms, uh-huh. like my well, and by trouble arms. area, what do you mean? Like, what's going on with your upper arms that you you recognize that as a trouble area? Like, are you getting flaky skin? Are no, you just scratching just it's rougher a lot of red? Oh, okay, it's it's just a little rougher than the rest of my skin, and it's already feeling significantly like softer. Yeah. There you go, baby. Uh, that that's all it takes. And by the time you look sixty, you won't fucking ha- like. Because, like, it, it's rough now. Imagine, like, 30 years yeah. from now if you never do anything with it. Like, that's just going to just die. I'm excited to keep up with this. Uh, I'm sad I'm 30 years late. Um, but you know what's interesting? Surprisingly, my dad would always tell me to lotion. Really? Because my dad, my dad lotion is a lotioner. You know? Your dad has great skin. Right. From the lotion, probably. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I never hurt. listened. It damn sure doesn't hurt. Yeah. I don't know why you, uh, why you never listened. I mean... It was the it's the feeling. I still am getting over the feeling of it. Like when I throw right, my right. shirt on afterwards, and it kind of like stays. You know, you have to like readjust like the shirt because it kind of sticks to you a little. Bad. You, got a little bit. <laughs> you got shitty lotion. You got shitty lotion. Like I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I definitely I mean, got shitty lotion. There, there are like because there's like there's again there are a lot of different types of lotion. Lotion that dries like smoother. Yeah. Lotion for more oily skin. Like there's a lot of different types of stuff, and it reacts differently. So you listeners, throw out your, your lotions into the into the email. I will Please. say, I would love to hear what lotion our listeners are using. What were you I am, I am digging the feeling now though because we can work from home, and I usually like, you know, I'll get out of the shower. I don't apply it immediately after drying off. I like kind of dry off a little because I don't want to have wetness right. while I'm putting the lotion on. So I like dry off. I kind of like walk around a little bit. Uh-huh. Then once that air like, dry, air dried a little bit. Oh. I then apply the lotion and then I kind of just like walk around. Sometimes you know, I might answer a few emails with the lotion skin and right, then I'll right. throw my clothes on. I, I obviously can't do that once I have to like rush and commute and stuff, but I'm yeah, digging yeah. that feeling. 
I was going to say I thought you couldn't really do that because you're living in a house with other people, namely your grandparents. But I've got a, a bathroom in my room. I guess so. that's true. Yeah, you got a, yeah. your whole little area, your whole yeah. little nook. I got a um, nook. Yeah. I mean, whatever works for you, but it will benefit you in the long run as long as you're moisturizing that skin after those fucking um, those showers and everything. It's been a fun pod. I think we're coming to the end here. I'm just tired, Kevin. So tired. I'm exhausted. The news, the world, everything. It's exhausting. I just don't don't have any more in me this week. But before we do go, I mean, I I guess I could have some more in me, but I I don't know. I'm just, I'm like so fired up, but in a way that I'd just be ranting like I did at the beginning of this podcast. But, um... But we are still in a pandemic, and we are still locked away, and we shouldn't be going out meeting with other people. We should still be watching TV and doing all sorts of things. So, time for our recommendation segment, where me and Kevin suggest something to y'all that we've been enjoying and would like for y'all to enjoy. It could be anything. It could be movies, TV, books, but like anything. Anything at all that we're enjoying. But uh, Kevin, do you have a recommendation for the people this week? Mine's twofold. Well, I have two things. One, wow. everyone should, I think, remember remembering to take their vitamins, given this whole situation. <laughs> get a get a good multivitamin. Yeah, I take one. Also, like I take this one called it's called Two a Day Life Extension, but you really only need to take one a day because no one needs that much vitamins. I don't think you know. In a day. Um. Yeah. Well, like I I've read some study too that you got to watch out what type of vitamins you're getting because certain vitamins are basically like placebos and like none of the stuff actually uh, absorbs in your body. It, most of it passes out, but some vitamins are better than others. Do you know anything about that? Have you researched the blank stare that yeah. you're giving me right now makes me seem like you didn't do any research. No, that. I did a lot of research on that. Surprisingly, oh, okay. I've, uh, this is like a good all natural, all natural, whatever the like brand. They're good. <laughs> they got good reviews, okay. uh, but it is true. That is, I've heard of that also. Like I, I've heard that about Centrum, but this one is also like, it's not a tablet. It's a powder in a, like a, a gel, like a gel capsule, not gel, but like, you know, those. Right, right. So you no, could I know what you're talking about. easily, more easily digestible. Whereas those Centrum ones you get from Target. Do uh-huh. not break down as easy or whatever. Centrum, I don't believe, is a Target brand. Centrum's like a national brand. No, I'm saying, right? you, but you can get them at Target. Oh yeah, yeah, you can get them at Target. Yeah, as well. But anyway, as many other places. I just think people should be more conscious of vitamins in this time, especially vitamin D. Vitamin D is a big. I actually that's take true. a vitamin D supplement. It makes me feel better. And whether or not that's placebo, I take vitamin D every day. Yeah. Um, it's good for depression and things. Yeah, especially if you're not getting enough sunlight on the daily. But anyway, my real recommendation is uh, a rice cooker. I got a great rice cooker. Uh, For anyone who makes a lot of rice, such as myself, except not really in the past six months, but who normally makes a lot of rice, it's just because I went through that whole thing. I know how to make rice. My mom taught me how to make rice like the Hispanic Puerto Rican way. It takes forever. Uh Uh-huh you mess up like one piece of it and it still doesn't come out right. Or you get the rice on the bottom, whatever, you know, what is yeah. consistently good and easy and tastes basically the same, a just rice cooker, a rice cooker. Just, <laughs> you just pour the rice in with the, with the water and then you click the button. Yeah. I see. I, I don't cook a lot of rice actually. Um, I know it's a big staple in a lot of households, especially, uh, in Asian people's household, uh, like my buddies always, my Asian friends like always had rice cookers and tons of rice always on hand all the time. But I don't really cook a lot of rice. Not that I'm against rice. I love rice. I just don't eat a lot of it. I could eat rice for every meal. I would eat rice for every meal if no. The I best part about get getting Chinese food is the leftover white rice. 
because I like because you can make fried rice with it like the day yeah. after or two days oh, later. Yeah. And I contest that like the fried rice that I make with leftover rice is better than most of the main meals that you're getting from Chinese food places. Because I load that shit up. I'm using some fish sauce, some white sugar, some fresh scallions in there, like really like getting it up, a little like egg, all that shit. Like I I love eating. I love saving or even ordering a little extra Chinese food just to have for the next day. It's oh, yeah. so good the next day. I even like it cold. I'll eat like cold orange chicken. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's fantastic. straight out the fridge. I'm getting really hungry right now. Um, I've I haven't had ch- I haven't had Chinese food in a little while. I haven't had it this whole quarantine. Wow, really? Yeah, and I only had sushi thing. once. I had sushi literally the weekend before everything shut down. Oh yeah, That's man, last time you're missing sushi. out. I've had I love sushi. I've had Chinese and sushi several times during the pandemic. Several. My grandparents don't really don't like that. So, and I don't really have anyone to go with. Oh, right they don't now, like so. sushi. That's they do not. And neither does my little sister. But I'm trying to get them on there because there are certain there are beginner sushis uh, or like easy sushis to introduce people to. Like when my mom and my other little sister came uh, to visit from Puerto Rico one time, they had never had sushi before, and yeah, so I yeah. got them like the beginner stuff, like shrimp tempura and like an avocado shrimp, roll. Like, yeah, yeah, California sushi, roll, right? The easy stuff to ease, which isn't like really sushi. No, it's not. <laughs> but everyone loves it because it's just fried. Yeah, anyone loves fried like, shit. Yeah, fried yeah. stuff for the California roll. I think it's just like avocado, cucumber, yeah. and like cream cheese yep. and stuff. And yeah, it's tasty, and it 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 does allow you to get used to the flavors, the textures, exactly. and then. But it's like it's an easy access point because exactly stuff people are familiar with and it's like not bad tasting and they can hop in there. I do feel like honestly, that's it's just intimidating to some people in the beginning because you don't know, you know, and they're right. like, oh, raw fish. Be like, oh, no, there's cooked sushi, too. But then, you know, you'll get into yeah, it. Yeah. You'll get into right, it. right. And then you get you're going to have them eating some mackerel sashimi, a little oh. Uh, oh. a little uh, sea urchin, a little uh, a little eel, eel action yep. going on there. Eels um, one of my fantastic favorites. with some salmon roe on top of there. Some, yeah. some spicy tuna. Man, I love spicy tuna fucking. or spicy spicy tuna and spicy salmon are also my go tos, and I like it because those are usually on the cheap menu side of the menu too. They are. So I get one of those. They are. Oh, I love fucking yeah. everything. Oh, at me too. Place. I could literally eat everything. Oh, me too. Everything, me too. everything. All right, I love people. Like God. <laughs> this has been the food podcast with the uh, Thread Lads. Um. Uh, for my recommendation, I didn't really have one. Oh man, I totally forgot. I wanted to talk to you about the fact that I believe in ghosts now, but oh, d- we we can talk about that next week. We can talk All about right. this. I kind of wanted to get into that. Dang, can't believe we forgot about that. <laughs> well, we we ran we ran a little too long this week. Kevin. Well, what's Sorry. the synop? Let's give a teaser for it. Uh, basically, I heard a story about a guy who never uh, a guy that I trust from him. Uh, you don't trust me. Twitter. No, it's not that I don't trust you. I do like, like actual I don't know. ghost stories, practically. Yeah, I know, but like I don't know. This oh guy... <laughs> Some guy on Twitter. You trust? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not a guy on Twitter, but it's just a guy that like I just there's something about him and what he's always represented to me, and hearing his story about how he didn't never used to believe in ghosts, but then had this specific interaction um, where he definitely like interacted and like saw goes and now he's a total believer and it, that that was the I'm talking about. point that kind of like that kind of did it for me and uh but no we can go into that next week because all right yeah that's a good teaser yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh my recommendation i don't really have much all i can say is my go out and vote people i recommend you to fucking vote to change this shit i want to stop being scared going out of my house every day and i want people to stop dying at the hands of people that should be serving request your ballots early i don't i think i know it's obviously different and this is an international podcast so all you international folks are talking about the u.s election obviously but but you can um everyone's been saying you need to get that do that early with everything yeah vote early if you can mail in your voting if you can do everything that you need to do because they're making it hard as shit. Yeah, right now. dude, this is oh, this is. I don't <laughs> even want to get into it, but so it's all. Hard. Oh god, right? But now, see, oh, now we have us. I can't even. Yeah, right. now uh, maybe save it till next week. Who knows what's gonna happen? 
between this week and the next. I just know, that, yeah, the mail's taking forever. Um, but that will do it for us this week on the Fairlife Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you enjoyed listening to us, please make sure you tell your family, friends, loved ones, or anybody that you would think would be interested in this podcast. We appreciate it so much from our hearts to yours. Um, Kevin, did you have any parting words before we get out of here? No. All right. Well, for Kevin O'Connor, I'm Justin Dorsey, and this has been the Threadless Podcast. Threadless.